Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, America. Dave Hodges here, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And we are really, really glad to be with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Many cities in some states have endorsed the idea of universal basic income. We've addressed it quite frequently here, but I'm going to really just hit the nail, the subject right between the eyes. Those of you that hope for universal basic income could very well live or not live to regret that wish. And we're going to get into that right here on the Common Sense Show We're going to be talking about universal basic income and what it will eventually lead to. That's right. Hey, we're really glad to be with you. We ask you to do a couple things. Please share our work. Subscribe because that all brings people to us, improves the algorithm. And we need a lot more people standing up for freedom than we got right now. Hey, we're brought to you by one of our favorite products. People absolutely love this. This is probably the most popular product that we have in terms of who we've represented through the years. And that's because it replaces collagen, the elixir of youth. And you've lost half of it by the time you're in middle age. And this product has the only proprietary process in which you can take the five types of collagen, blend it into one, it crosses the blood-brain barrier, and begins to do its work. Skin sags less, fewer wrinkles, starts to clean up. Your joints don't hurt like they did. Your muscles are more elastic. It's absolutely fantastic. You'll have more energy. And they offer this at a great discount, guarantee the results. And they present all the research in layman's terms. It's a BioTrust product right here, as you can see. So go to healthwithdave.com. That's healthwithdave.com. And turn back the hands of time. And with the money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose but the aging appearance on your body. This is not good. This is not good. I I picked this backdrop, obviously, for a reason. And so people say, universal basic income. Oh, I get to sit on my butt and get paid for doing nothing. This is a lot of the people that we have kind of on the periphery of our movement, isn't it, right? You know, the looky-loos, the people that kind of look at this. I sort of know what's going on, but I don't want to get too close. Mm, Too hot to handle. Can't do that because I'm really a sissy and a coward at heart. And this, I'm just going to call it like I see it, folks. And universal basic income will appeal to those people, but it will be the Trojan horse of their life. 
And I thought maybe you'd like me to take a moment here and share with you some things about where this will lead. Now, if you knew about these two government documents, you looky-loos and fringe sitters, and I'm telling the rest of you this so you can educate them as to who and what they really are and why this is ultimately going to lead to their demise. Uh, Let's just back up. Universal basic income. We don't have enough jobs for you. There's AI and a contracting economy as we collapse civilization so we can build it back better. No, 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 no. We don't have a place for you in the workforce, but we'll pay you to do nothing. Only thing is, it won't be nothing. See, there's your Trojan horse. And we have the documents to prove it. So let's go to... Right here. And we'll take this first. As you can see, this is... uh, You can see right here as we scroll down. By the way, what is the year on this? Uh, 2018. I first published this uh, relevant material back in about 2010. Came in during the Obama administration. Okay. Now, yes or no? Do the global elite want you to live in a confined area? Do they want you to stack and pack on top of each other where you won't need cars, don't build, don't burn fossil fuels, no need for real forms of transportation because you won't be traveling? They'd like that, wouldn't they? Do you think they'll put any conditions on their generosity? Mm -hmm. And I'll just say this, too. You know they're Fabian socialists, right? And Fabian socialists basically believe, as Herbert Spencer devised this notion, which is one of the five pillars of modern sociology, that if you don't put more into society than you take out, you've heard me say it before, what happens? Well, they should do away with you. Okay, so you think they're going to let you just lounge, get a suntan, hang out, you know, play some pickleball? Do you think that's what they're really going to let you do? Okay, well, no, they're going to. Open-air prisons like smart cities can take different forms. This very well, what I'm showing you here in the inset here, could very well be a smart city of the future. Okay, now let's take a look at this. This is a document that we call FM 39.4, and I'm looking here for the reference of it right here. Okay. Now, whenever you herd people into camps, what does history show that happens? This isn't Dave Hodges' conspiracy theory. What does history show you? Do they put people in camps and go, hey, well, thanks for coming. Go back to your homes now and live out your lives. Live long and prosper, nanu nanu. Do they really do? They don't do that, do they? No. So let's take a look at, uh, first of all, nothing is free. Okay, and when you're living someone else's will because they control your food, they control your water, they control your clothes, they control where you live, they control your shelter, they control your rights, they control everything, and you can only eat what they tell you to eat. Oh, that's another thing, isn't it? Okay, let's look at FM 34. Appendix J, and you can see the date there is February 2010. Okay, 
Commanders of these camps where people will go must organize and manage detainees in such a manner as to prevent ready employment for each detainee. Establish and maintain a current occupation skill record for each detainee and include new skills that they're acquired. So, you know what? It's kind of like, look at it like job training. What if there's a future in it? Assigning individual detainees or job on a regular permanent basis. Do you see the words here? This is a subtitle from the document. This is a government document. Regular or permanent basis. Establish vocational training projects and encourage detainees to study and develop needed skills to maximize the extent possible. Yes, we're going to help you build AI until they learn to build themselves. Labor considerations, J-68. The uh, detainee labor may be used for camp administration and installation maintenance. Okay, take care of yourself. Agricultural work, raise your own food. Oh, they're going to let you eat some food from the ground. That's interesting. Public works, public utilities, building operations that have no military character or purpose, transportation and handling of stores that are not military in nature or purpose, and, of course, domestic service, which means they can assign you to do anything they want. It's domestic, and it's a service. you got to do it. Okay, now, I have a link in here, and I just want to show you this. This is where I got this information. So as this loads here, and you can see they call it Internment Resettlement PDF, February 2010. Headquarters, Department of the Army. This publication is now available once we leaked it. (laughs) Me and Doug Hagman, yep. Um, Internment Resettlement Operations, there they go. They have all kinds of interesting things in here, and I would imagine over the next several weeks, if we have the time and opportunity, We'll be sharing this with you, but I just thought I would show you this is real stuff, people. This is from your government in the Obama administration. Now we have Obama 3.0, right? We agree with that. Okay, so let's take a look at this. So we have that here. And let me expand this so you can see it. One of the things I went through the entire document, they were very nebulous about deaths within the camp. When people die, what are the procedures? They have procedures in hospitals, right? They have procedures in morgues, and you think they'd have procedures in large installation facilities. They have them in prisons. Okay, so here we go. I scoured the Army Concentration Camp Manual, my words, FM 39.4, Interment Resettlement Operations, are only a scant reference to the subject of death in these camps. Now, wait a minute. Document painstakingly describes an interrogation process, food preparation, transport, and care of detainees, but they barely mention how they're going to deal with dead bodies. Aren't people going to die in captivity? In a facility filled with a divergent population with regard to age, health status, and physical conditioning, shouldn't the authorities be concerned with what happens when an inmate dies from an unexpected heart attack or stroke? What would they do with the dead bodies? If proper preparations are not taken for the proper care and disposal of dead bodies, wouldn't that imperil the health of fellow inmates, not to mention the guards and other military personnel? They would be a primary concern for any facility. However, this is one area where FEMA is silent. Okay, so we're going to see what we can pull out for this. From the aforementioned references, the following passages speaks to how the Army deals with the subject of death. Okay, so Section 5, Paragraph 69, 
When a detainee in U.S. custody dies, the attending medical officer will immediately furnish the detention facility commander or hospital commander or the commander of the unit exercise custody over the detainee if the death did not occur in a facility with the detainee's full name, their ISN, and capture tag. Oh, interesting, capture tag. Date, place, and circumstances of the detainee's death, initial assessment as to whether the detainee's death was or was not the result of the deceased own misconduct. <laughs> own misconduct. You notice they didn't say self-injurious behavior. Their misconduct led them to die. Here's the point. When did that misconduct occur? Prior to the capture or after the capture or both? What is interesting about 569 is that this is not categorized in any meaningful manner except to say there is a conscious effort to determine if the death was due to their own actions. Okay, paragraph, section 5, section 72. The office, whoops, sorry about that. The Office of the Armed Forces Medical Examiner is responsible for completing a final DD form 2064, which will include a statement that the death was not the result of the deceased's own misconduct in the block labeled circumstances surrounding the death due to external causes. That could be about anything, an asteroid strike, execution firing squad. It could be anything, right? Okay, notice in the above 572, the only meaningful categories inmate death are the detainee's own misconduct, death due to external. Now let's go to 73 to see if we can find out a little more here. The NRDC will note, whoa, boy, this is not cooperating here. Sorry about that. I got a mouse on the loose. Okay, so we're scrolling up to here. The NRDC, okay, I'll just have to read it here. The NRDC will notify the ICRC of all detainee deaths. The NRDC will maintain a DD form 2064 for the period of hostilities or occupation for the duration of any other military operation. Kind of gives you a clue as to why people are in there, doesn't it? Okay, now the key phrase is that goes unnoticed. The phrase is, the NRDC will maintain a DD form 2064 for the period of hostilities or occupation. In other words, there will be no Nuremberg trials because the records will be not permanently maintained. They'll be destroyed. All right, now that's only the first item that we have here. Okay, now, some of the euphemisms I put in there are just historical references. Whenever you put people, oh, I don't know, into the gulag, the concentration camps, Mao Zedong's fun camps, whatever it would be, most people don't come out. I'm sorry, but that is an established historical precedent. So I'll tell you, you're better off never going to a camp. Your demise will be miserable. But there's more. There's more. There's something else that maybe you want to look at here. So let's go ahead and let's... Uh... We'll share here, and I'll pull this one out of the... Whoops. That was lovely Marjorie Taylor Green, who's not being so lovely these days. Um, I'm going to go and show you another government 
document. This is an executive order from O'Biden. No, it's from Obama, but it could be O'Biden. And I think you'll find this to be really interesting here. And this is Executive Order 13603. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time three and we'll come up here and we'll show you this notice when i wrote this that was almost 10 years ago it's still on the books hasn't been touched by uh unfortunately uh <laughs> trump didn't do anything about it executive order 13603 and it does introduce the concept of slavery. And that, that is not an exaggeration or a euphemism. That is an absolute statement of fact here. And let's go ahead and let's uh, take this down here. And um, this is Section 502. And you can look this up on Presidential Executive Orders 13603. Section 502. The subject of consultants comes up. Now, remember, you think you're going to get something for free and you get universal basic income. I say they can dictate what they're going to do with you. And these two government documents should give you cause for concern. All right, here we go. The head of each agency, otherwise delegated functions under this order, are delegated to the authority of the uh, president of the United States. 
I'm going to try to get this to be full screen. There we go. Okay, now, they reference here these sections that you can cross-reference this. But here's what they say the purpose is. Okay, in 502, Section 502, is to employ persons of outstanding experience and ability. Wait a minute. I thought you said, Dave, universal basic income. They're not going to pay you. I mean, then they'll just pay you to stay home. And now you're saying they're going to make you go to work and they're going to employ you. Yeah, but look at this. Experience and ability without compensation. Can we look at this again and isolate it? Is that not very clear language? To employ persons of outstanding experience and ability without compensation. Nothing is free, people. I mean, this is one of the things you people that looky-loos on the fringe think that you can use bystander apathy to escape responsibility, work, and possible danger. No, this is your future right here. Should you agree to this? Okay. And uh, I just love this. To employ, I'll just read the whole phrase again. Persons of outstanding experience without compensation and to employ experts, consultants, or organizations. The authority delegated to this section may not may not be redelegated. Now, this is also what this means. In this executive order, and I don't think I have it here handy. Um, Oh, yeah, here we go. We do have it here. I'll go through and explain it to you. Okay, they're going to have two kinds of drafts. We've talked about the military draft pretty extensively since the hostilities broke out uh, between Hamas and Israel. And I said, watch out, here comes the draft. And there's other supportive legislation out of the military itself saying we need a limited draft. Limited means, hey, we can put an adjective on it to soften the blow, but we're still going to draft your kids and send them off to die in a banker's war. Okay, now let's talk about they had a military draft. That'll be selective service. But they're going to have a second kind of draft under these provisions here under the Secretary of Labor in Section 601 of the same Executive Order 13603. Okay, now the Secretary of Labor, in coordination with the Secretary of Defense and the head of other agencies as deemed appropriate, shall, one, collect and maintain data necessary to continue appraisal of the nation's workforce needs for national defense. Upon request of the Director of Secretary of Service and in coordination with the Secretary of Defense and assist the Director of Selective Service and Development of Policies for the induction and deferment of persons in the armed forces. Okay, that's the regular draft. Upon request of the head of agency under this order, consult with the agency with respect to contemplated uh, actions on labor demands and utilization. So as men get drafted to go off to war, women too. Now, remember, we live in an age of equity, not equality, equity. Uh, They're going to send men and women off. And Chip Roy went off on that. Remember that? He has daughters and said, over my dead body. Uh, I hope it doesn't come to that, Chip. But nonetheless, people, they're saying, while these people are away fighting the war, we have labor needs at home. But we'll just call it universal basic income at first as we get you ready, fatten you up for the kill. Upon request, the head of agency in the, under this order consult with an agency respect to the contemplated actions of labor demand and utilization, the relation of labor demand to materials and facility requirements, such as matters will assist in the exercise priority and allocations functions consistent with the utilization and distribution of labor. Remember that one phrase? Shall employ without compensation. This is exactly what they're talking about. And they say for these people who will be employed without compensation, we will formulate plans, programs for policies for meeting the labor requirements of actions taken for national defense purposes and estimate training needs to help address national defense requirements and promote necessary and appropriate training programs. 
I don't know how much more clear this can be. You can go look it up and read it yourself if you don't want to believe this. You looky-loos who think you can sit on the sidelines. But see, I believe this is what universal basic income leads to. You haven't paid all this time. Now it's time for you to earn your pay. Okay, and if you're not getting drafted to go off to war, well, then we're going to draft you to do what we want to do. And remember, we took care of you for nothing, so shut up, and you're going to go where we tell you. That's Executive Order 13603, and I'd like to say that's the worst of it. It's not, but it's what's germane and applies directly to what we're talking about here. You accept universal basic income. You're basically saying, you, the government, own me. You own all my resources. You can determine where I sleep, where I eat, where I live, how I work, how long I live. And let me just say this. When you put people into camps, the labor camps, the Nazis did this. And let's just hope that these people, that they go this far and do this and execute the laws and executive orders that are on the books, let's just hope they don't do what the Nazis did. Remember what they did with Jewish people? They put them in concentration camps if they had some skills, and they worked. They worked on munitions and building arms, and they worked on rocketry, because there were a lot of Jewish scientists in Germany that went to the death camps, people that had advanced skills, and they utilized them. But over time, if you know your history, the Nazis systematically starved these people to death. So they'd work for a while, and just they start getting lethargic, and move them off the line, and just you know do whatever to them to get rid of them, and bring in the next crew. Let's just hope that history doesn't repeat itself there. But I want to make sure you understand when they say they can send you anywhere they want to work as an outstanding person of great talent and skills. (laughs) Okay, I don't need to go any further. You get the idea. Universal basic income is a trap. It's to get you to relax because of AI, okay? It's to get you relaxed because mama government will always take care. We love you. We're your third parent. Don't you see how much we care for you? Oh, forget the fact we drafted your brother and he's going to die over there and wherever. But uh, we'll take care of you. Yeah. If they weren't going to do it, may I ask a question? Why the hell? Would they have these kind of documents? And this isn't the only thing. I've got other documents, too. How to handle people in protests. And it's not good. It's not. Because they're expecting a little uprising. They practice some of it in Jade Helm 2 in Texas. Jade Helm 16, to be exact. Uh, So I don't know how much more clear I can make it. You know, a lot of you, I know you're going, yeah. Okay, Dave, I'm familiar with some of this. Yeah, I learned a little bit, or I knew all this already. And Dave, there's more to tell, and I agree, there is more to tell, but not for this particular uh, presentation. But I want to just say this. I want to be very, very, very clear on this point. We are looking at a situation where they had documents lying in wait, and I believe Obama was what they call the eighth up, eighth inning setup pitcher for the ninth-inning closer relief pitcher, Hillary Clinton. Obama getting the documents ready is a sauce. The NDAA came in under uh, um, Obama, if you're not sure what that is. The NDAA basically says we can snatch you off the street if we declare you to be an enemy combatant. And isn't that what Joe Biden did September 1st of 2022 in his anti-MAGA speech or domestic terrorists? He declared about half the country to be domestic terrorists. Well, under the NDAA, they could snatch all those people off the street and put them in camps. I mean, that's that's the law. It's not lawful. It's not constitutional. But who's following the law or the Constitution anymore? Um, I'm telling you, universal basic income is clearly signaling a direction that these evil people want to take. 
stick around because we'll be talking about Tom Emmer in a later. Oh my gosh, he's going to be the next speaker. I can predict it now. And you are not going to be happy with what you're going to learn. And it's all part of the same scheme. It's all part of the same game. You're an object to be used until you're no longer needed. And that's how you're now viewed by the ruling party. True Bolshevik communism. You are the property of the state. What they own is theirs. What you own is also theirs. We'll see you back here next time. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground. It will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.